Thanks for staying up late for Broncos tonight. And I know football is a team game, but this team is a whole lot better with Drew Locke as their quarterback and a whole lot more fun, too. I agree. I mean, he's just brought a whole new energy to the not only the city and, and the coaches, but you can tell that everyone in the locker room is having fun now because of this yeah. guy. I mean, you know if you got a chance in the NFL, if you got a chance in the playoffs, if you believe in your quarterback. This team has not believed in their quarterback, really, since the first half of 2014, they, they believed in Peyton in 15, yep. even though he wasn't the same. But Drew Locke, it looks like they got a chance going forward if this guy continues to develop. Think about a quarterback. You want a guy who's got arm strength, accuracy with the football, and he can make plays with his feet. None of the other guys who filled in between Peyton and Drew Locke had those three prerequisites the same way that Drew Locke does. So Drew Locke, under center, 3-1 and one now as a starter. And the offense is averaging seven more points a game with him as a starter. So a big improvement. I love this game that he did today because I thought, you know, in the Houston game, he just got hot. He was slinging mm -hmm. it around. Yeah. You can have big games like today. But uh, quarterback is a cerebral position. He was smart today. He took what the Lions gave him. He didn't try, like most rookies do with big arms, to force throws. He didn't go for the home run. He took the base hit. You know, and, and I, I just thought it was a real smart game manager games. Tom Brady's been a, a, a real good NFL quarterback playing game manager for 20 years. And that's the kind of game that Drew Locke had. And he had to be smart because his starters weren't there with him. There were some. They were sick. There were others so sick they couldn't play. It was a makeshift team, especially on the offensive line. I think Mike Munchak deserves a game ball yeah. for that patchwork yeah. offensive line that he put together. Now, interestingly enough, it was Garrett Bowles and Elijah Wilkinson, two of the mainstay starters who probably had the worst performances of all the offensive line. Got three holding calls in the first quarter, but the fill-ins did a fantastic job, and I think the coaching to get those guys ready was tremendous. And the play calling by Rich Gangarello, you got to give him credit for that. Kind of quiet at the beginning, but boy, he got tricky there in the midway through. The shovel pass, they yeah. went for it on fourth down. The fourth and one, yeah. where, uh, where it was a forward handoff to Andrew Beck, and then a lateral to uh, Philip Lindsay. The NFL stat eyes in New York said it was a forward lateral, so he got a pass out of that deal. But yeah, that was a very creative play there on fourth and one to pick up six. And he kind of did it all. He had, a, he had a lot of guys in motion. He had a lot of eye candy today. Looked like Kyle Shanahan's offense, which is where he came from. Drew Locke, a much better fit than Joe Flacco for what Rich Gangarello wants to call week in and week out. Absolutely. And that fourth down, that was a big moment of the game, too. They were on the 49-yard line. Yeah. That kind of turned the momentum, and the Broncos went on to win the game. Drew Locke's streak in the 9 News Sports Spotlight snapped. We are shining it instead on Phillip Lindsay, the Broncos running back and former CU buff. Just 42 yards shy now of 1,000 after 109 yards today. Officially 67 degrees. Yeah, it's beautiful. This beautiful weather right here. You can't get nothing. Phillip Lindsay running back for the Broncos, 5'8 and 190. Today, go out there, make plays, and make your kids smile today, man. Closing in on that 1,000-yard mark. Oh, yeah, I'm going for it. I'm going for it. The offensive line's going for it. The quarterback's going for it. The receivers are going for it. The defense is going for it. Steps out of a tackle. Lindsey squirts through another. 
For me, it's just I wanted to be able to showcase that my my toughness and me running between the tackles and and getting and can carry you know a load. Like everybody knows, like once I break, I can be gone. 15, Lindsay inside the 10, high steps inside the five, touchdown Denver. It just goes to show you, you know, we we had to go through some times because we had to change up some of the linemen because uh, of injuries and illnesses, and we kept on continuing to be consistent on it. And the offensive line did did a hell of a job today. With 107 yards in this game, that now gives him 956 yards for the season. I get more joy being able to go home and, and, and share this stuff with my family. The funnest thing is being able to go home to them and like listen to them. You know, and that's just how much we love each other and how much we care for each other. And, uh, you know, that's what I do it for. I do it for, for them. Find a player more about team than Philip Lindsay, but even the running back admits that a thousand back-to-back seasons for an undrafted free agent rookie would be pretty cool. That'd be absolutely tremendous. And there's still football left to be played. So why not place goals in front of yourself? Why not try to achieve something that another undrafted guy hasn't done before? Two back-to-back 1,000-yard -back seasons. And I like what he said in our interview. He showcased his toughness today. It was a very bland first quarter of this ball game. But Phil Lindsay came to play from the very first snap, running with toughness. We've seen him run with speed and make guys miss and all that, but his toughness today, I think, kind of sparked the Broncos' offense. Well, I thought those uh, color rush uniforms were garish, and then I saw Phillip's uh, jacket in the, <laughs> the post-game uh, press conference Well, here's there. the thing. His teammates have been giving him such grief about yeah. he's got to step up his fashion game, so I guess yeah, that was the version boy, of stepping he, it up. Yeah, it was, it was a you crazy. You noticed him. It was a crazy day in fashion uh, at uh, Empower Field today. But, you know, the yards have been tougher to come by for Phillip, but they're still kind of piling up the same at the end. Mm -hmm. He had 1,037 last uh, last year. He could wind up with that total again. If he does, he'd be the first running back since Clinton Portis mm. to start his career with back-to-back 1,000-yard -back seasons for the Broncos. This morning on Game Day Live, we talked about special teams, and we thought that we were going to be talking about the kickers with Prater coming back against McManus. Instead, it turns into the return game. The Broncos give one up. That's what made it 10-0, and you're like going, uh-oh. But then they got one of their own to kind of spark themselves. Not for a touchdown, but Spencer helped them out. Yeah, Fangio was talking about on this one that uh, it's, I, I guess Wadman should have got it off to the sidelines or closer okay. to the sidelines, and he didn't get it over there far enough. And they did not have the coverage downright for uh, closer to the middle of the field. Spencer's been close uh, on several returns yeah. all year. He's quick. I guess he, he, you know, he lacks a little of that breakaway speed maybe that maybe that's why he was undrafted all these years but he's a very good returner he catches the ball and he usually is productive he's close to breaking them yep several times this year and an alternate for the pro bowl too which shows you that the league knows what he can do they do it, those core special teams guys who gave up the punt return touchdown most of those guys are on the kickoff units i'm sorry kickoff return unit so let's get a little bit of revenge let's break spencer and kind of even the, the scale a bit here We'll have much more on Broncos tonight when we come back. Stay with us. Lock. We'll flip it ahead. That's Hamilton. Hamilton is into the end zone. And that is a Denver touchdown on a shovel pass from Drew Locke to Deshaun Hamilton. How much fun? What's that for you? Um, it was a lot of fun. Um, contributing to a win and then 
like I said, us getting a win, it's always fun. Playing football is always fun. Um, and then today, just the performance that everybody was able to, to do, everybody was out to, able to go out there and really just play for one another. You can kind of see that <clears throat> everybody was just going out there, just doing their best, trying to have fun, play for the brotherhood, um, and, and really just you know, be someone that everybody can rely on to the next guy. Ball middle of the field, that pass caught by Deshaun Hamilton out of the 40-yard line. How much have you been motivated by the lack of opportunities, the plays that haven't gone your way to come out and break out like you did today? Um, really, yeah, like I said, it, it's just a matter of staying true to the process, staying true to really myself. I always put my best foot forward for my teammates. Um, and then at the same time, just a matter of making sure that, that you know, I'm not dwelling on the past. Uh, that's obviously just been a thing that you know, any football player deals with. But at the same time, you just got to put things behind you, be able to re be ready for the next play, be ready for the next opportunity. Deshaun, it seems like Drew Locke has really given guys who weren't getting a whole lot of attention or opportunity chances to shine. We've seen it with Noah Fan, We've seen it with Tim Patrick. And today we saw it with you with the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, uh, Drew, like, he knows when he knows what guys are going to be like we're building the chemistry um, and then at the same time I'm able to, to, to really do what I do and run routes and get open and, and like you see Tim being able to do what he does get open and make plays over top of guys and you see Noah you know being able to catch and run to get a lot of yak and stuff like that so he knows like it's, it seems like new Drew knows everybody's strengths he knows what guys are going to be good at and and he's able to obviously play off of that and feed off of that and then you know when guys need to play he knows he has about four five six playmakers on the field with him. Deshaun, final question for you. Should I put on some hand sanitizer after these interviews? Because from listening to some of your teammates, man, you guys you guys really had it bad, didn't you? Yeah, this locker room? I, I sound a little stuffy, but um, yeah, it's, it's like a little, I don't know what it is, a little bug, but I ain't get the worst of it, and I'm just thankful that I ain't, I ain't really that bad down bad. But um, but yeah, like that's also a testament to his team. Yeah. I mean, but I think probably almost a lot of the guys on the team had some type of sickness or some type of illness throughout this week, the last two weeks. But, um, but we obviously still came to play, still came to ball do our jobs and and really yeah you probably should get some hands okay. games like this made everyone feel better Deshaun thanks appreciate it Hamilton's first touchdown reception of the season and what a game the second year receiver out of Penn State has had Talking about the hand sanitizer there, I definitely put some on afterwards. I mean, every workplace goes through those sick times, but when it's an NFL team, and these guys were obviously affected by it big time this week. It's tough. It's a tough week. There's a lot of IVs. There's a lot of medication. Training staff is going you know, overboard and trying to make sure guys stay hydrated at the very least with all these sicknesses going around. But the game is... You never delayed. The game is always going to be on Sunday. Yep. Have to find a way to get ready to play no matter how sick you are. And it was good to see Deshaun play well like he did. You know, we haven't seen that a whole lot. We've seen more mistakes than great plays, and he was able to kind of make up for that a little bit. Coming out of Penn State, he started 40-plus games in the Big Ten. I thought he was going to be a, a guy who could step right into this yeah. role, so it's nice to see him play well today. Now, the only real quality defensive back the Lions had was Darius Slay, and he was on Cortland Sutton. Mm -hmm. yeah, so Deshaun okay. was able to take advantage of some not so good DBs back there for the Lions. But, you know, once you do it once in the NFL, you've seen you, you've seen you do it. Can you do it again? That will be the next test for Deshaun Hamilton. By the way, you know, the sickness and illness yeah. they had, uh, I chatted with Drew Locke in his locker and he was packing up his backpack. The last thing he put on the side, big old bottle of NyQuil. <laughs> Just like you and I and our kids, right? It was beautiful. All this medicine, modern medicine, trainers, doctors everywhere. Give me some NyQuil. Yeah, I like that. Hey, it works for everyone. Yeah. Uh, the defense, I mean, the, the Lions are down to not plan B, but plan C at their quarterback. But still, uh, you got to give it to the Denver D. They got after him. One, two, three, four sacks today. Yeah, Draymond Jones, I, I went up and talked to him, too, and I used uh, Chad's old line. 
uh, about the uh, a player's uh, number one ability he needs is availability. And he was, before the game, he was really iffy. In fact, he said he was nervous because he knew he had to work out in front of Kolar and pass the Kolar edition along with Demarcus Walker. Walker didn't pass it. He was still a little gimpy. Jones played just one week after a high ankle sprain, two sacks for the first time in his career. About opportunity. It is, it, how do you seize that opportunity? You're questionable whether you play. You line up, you play, you get two sacks. Walker's on the, on the bench, he gets no sacks. That's how yeah. it works. Finish by talking about the no-shows, and this is where you and I kind of differ. You're like, hey, you know, they cut it down from 19 to 9. That's good, better than 50%. Yeah. I still look at this thing. They have like a 500-year waiting list to be season ticket holders on that. For a gorgeous day like this, with all the excitement surrounding the quarterback, I'm still surprised there were that many no-shows in my high today. Yeah, I wasn't just giving the teams. You know, the Lions aren't going to bring, bring a whole lot of them. out there. The Broncos, it's, it's three years now for the Broncos that they've been down in, in, in the standings. This is an exciting team on its way up with Drew Locke, but the season kind of passed him by before he really made his mark. And it's Christmas time. I, you know, it's, uh, I, I think you're going to see in all the sports, there's so much competition. I hate to sound like uh, Patrick Smythe, the Broncos PR guy, but there's so much uh, competition for the entertainment dollar now. I think there'll be more and more no-shows as we go forward. But I think the excitement level X season, with the way this team mm -hmm. is finishing this season, will certainly be Darryl up there. Certainly pointed up. Yep. Yep. Guys, thank you very much. <laughs>